I hear them talking in the streets, but they don't say the real. We really debating the industry and what the six of feel. Cold shoulders turn to open arms when you on for real. Ain't no strangers to the bricks. Now let's build something for real. It's too real, real, it's too real. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy East. It's Too Real, the podcast. Back for another week. Thank God, man. This week feels like being back is a blessing, honestly. Just the way the, just the, way the week's been going, I just really think. I appreciate my life. I always say that, man, but I appreciate my life a lot, man. Because at the end of the day, it could always be worse, man. You know what I'm saying? It could always be worse. But um, shout out to everybody listening, man. Um, You know, Toronto's being... Pretty decent right now as far as the weather. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you listening, you from the city, man, you don't got your winter ties, go get them now. You getting a heads up for me. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be that guy that's waiting for winter ties for like three hours. You know what I'm saying? Just sitting there in, in the line to find out they don't got your size no more and you got to cop two all seasons and two that are not even the same brand. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to do that. But, um, whoo, I just watched the Raptors, man, that... I don't know what's going on with the Raptors. Well, I'm, you know, I, I leave ball for the ending of the podcast, just in case, you know, some of you people that are not sports, sports um, savvy, you know what I mean, don't want to hear sports and be complaining. I don't really like sports, but I don't know how you don't like basketball, but that's another topic for another day. Um, now nah, this week, man, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, you know what I mean? Me, me and Swan schedules didn't actually meet um make up, I mean, meet up so we couldn't do this. Well, I would love to have done this with somebody, but I didn't want to make sure, I did not want to miss this episode because the shit that's there to talk about, like, I never want, man, you guys don't even know. I'm not having a, I'm, I don't know where to start, man. I truly don't know where to start this week. Uh, So I'll start with, um, rest in peace to Kim Porter. Um, I know everybody knows by now. You know what I mean? If you're somewhere where there's no internet and there's no, like, I don't know where you at, but you know, um, this is Diddy's ex-wife, the mother of three of his children, Quincy's mom, um, the, Albie Shore's um, ex. She, she passed, I believe, 46 years old, man, and out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're in the information age where everybody knows everything about everybody, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if we, if she was sick, Somehow there'll be chances that that was out. You know what I'm saying? The reports only say she had um she had like a mild cold and she was complaining about a cold. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? There was nothing that really that was a, a main. You know what I mean? There was no main issue. You know what I mean? We all have colds. We all have a little bit of issues. And you know what I mean? She said she went to bed early that one night and that was it. No, she was actually 47 years old. And somebody found her in the morning, and she was non-responsive. You know what I'm saying? Like, 47 years old is very young, man. And I hate thinking about, you know what I mean, shit like this. Because, you know I mean, we all want our, our parents. If you love your parents, you know what I'm saying, you want your parents to live forever. You know what I'm saying? Those thoughts, when they cross your mind, you quickly just stop even thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing. You know what I mean? The person that nurtured you and just gave you life and was your, the person you could always count on. You know what I mean? It's just leaving you. That shit is that shit is that shit is heartbreaking, man. Real shit. So when I think about it, I just I just have a lot of 
prayers and a lot of um good thoughts and good energy sending um to the Combs and Porter family way. Um yo, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um you know what I mean? You don't know what Diddy's going through. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Especially because it's so sudden. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe there's information we don't know. You know what I'm saying? But regardless, he lost somebody he considers his soulmate. You know what I mean, he's been mourning her on Instagram. And, you know, in America, Thanksgiving is on the way right now. So it's like, imagine having Thanksgiving with somebody for the last over 20 years and they're just not there no more. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be giving thanks. It's, it's, there's, that's the thing about life, man. Those trying times, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you got to just keep pushing and you just got to, you got to let God just, you got to just, you can be, you know what I mean? We're human, you know what I mean? So I know God forgives us for being angry. You got to, you got to be angry. You got to go through all the stages of all the emotions of life. You know what I mean? You can't just fake it and try to be happy. That You'll kill yourself on the inside. You know what I'm saying? But rest in peace to Kim Porter, man. That is, that that was a sad story, you know what I mean? Six days later, so it's definitely got, you know what I mean? It's, you know what I mean? It's, I've like digested it a bit, but when I first heard that, I was just like, damn, like that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? When it's just crazy, man. Um, but rest in peace to her. You know what I mean? God bless her family. Uh, shout out to Drake. Drake just completed his 50. You know, the timing of everything is funny, but we gonna get to that. But Drake just completed his American tour, man. Honestly, when I think about it, 50, 50, 50 shows or 50 places, I'm not too sure. I think he did 50 states. Or I don't know if he did 50 shows because I know he does double shows and shit like that. But salute to him, man. I, when I actually think about it, I'm like, damn, could I do that? I'm, I know what the type of person I am. I'm a grumpy person. I'm a person that needs to be in a certain space. I need to be in my comfort zone. Obviously, when you're rich like Drake, you can make things comfortable. But I like to be at home. I'm seeing me 50... Being at 50 different hotels, different states, you know, just like not being, just knowing you have to move every day, knowing that yo, you're not working on your own time. Obviously, you're getting paid handsomely. You know what I'm saying? The, the, in the words of Juicy J, cash, cash. Cash is going to make everything better. I'm, I, maybe I'm bugging right now. You know what I'm saying? Because cash, cash makes everything better. But personally, it's like, I'm sure Drake's earned a lot of money throughout his years. Just like being on the road is probably so relieving. I mean, just to come home. But then I thought about it. I'm like, he's going to go to Europe. Right after this, he's probably going to hit Europe. It's like you never you never end up resting, man. And you, God forbid, but I'm sure Drake, Drake has a strong team and he's, he's mentally strong. But you see why this stuff happens to Eminem and all those rappers, the Michael Jacksons, the Princes. Like, you got to be torn like that. Like, you just working. You working, working. And you doing activity. And you see sometimes they have seizures. Like, they have a lot of health problems. Like, it's just probably not healthy to be on the road like that, to be get moving every damn day like that. You know what I'm saying? But congratulations to the boy Drizzy. That that is no feat. You know, some niggas and this is we talking arenas, baby. You know what I'm saying? Every night in the arena. He's he's the fucking GOAT, man. He's a legend. Like he, his spot in hip hop is just stamp is crazy, man. The shit he's done. Like LeBron would say, just a kid from Akron, just a kid from Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Like Doing it big, man. That's a lot of inspiration, a lot of motivation um, for him. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, for the for the, for the city and for Canada. Um, just a lot of a lot of this 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 week was just a reflecting week of everything, man. I just want to say once again, R.I.P. is Smoke Dog. His birthday was two days ago, man. He would have been 22, man. 22. 
would have been 22 had so much life to live you know what i'm saying that shit that that was that was a sad sad thing to think about um his his um his album struggle before glory will be released on november 30th um on all streaming sites he's got a feature from jay critch on there he's got a feature from gigs uh safe jay wiz um yeah aj tracy and puffy else so it's gonna be dope man but you know it's just it's sad that he's not here to promote it you know what i'm saying that shit is that shit is sad 22 we gotta do better man we got we gotta do better but yeah, but I didn't even mean to even get into that like that because I had to segue, but let me just stay on it for a minute. Um, yeah, Toronto hit its 90th homicide on, I think, three days ago. Another young brother was killed. I think I believe it was Kingston Lawrence. He was 23 years old. He was found in a stairwell, non-responsive, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yo, man, we, yo, I don't know, man. And I don't know when we're going to, this is the highest homicide rate since 1991. 91 was, I think 89 was the the highest at the time. I It's just like, I personally, you know what I mean? Like I get the street shit, man, but I just get, I just wonder what age when niggas get to it. They're like, yo, it, this, this ain't it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to do better. Like we can't, we can't be killing each other. And it's like, yo, I, I always say this. I hate the fact that walking down the street, white people at nighttime feel so comfortable. They can walk in any part of the hood. You know what I'm saying maybe like three, four percent of the time they'll get robbed. But let a black guy walk down the hood at nighttime or walk anywhere, he will be approached. He will be shot at. He will be having an issue on his hands. You know what I'm saying? For some reason, we just really have a problem with putting, with hurting each other. You know what I'm saying? That's really fucked up. I also will say, as far as the 90 homicides, we can't let the the news and stuff mislead, you know what I'm saying? Because we did have 10 people ran over downtown, and we did have the shooting in Greektown. So those are included. I think that's like 18 people right there, you know what I'm saying? So that was those are acts of terror, not really like um, gang violence type shit. But regardless, man, that number's too high. Our, our number's higher than New York right now, you know what I'm saying? It's going to get to that point, man. I see Mayor Tory talking about it, talking about the, the gun control, and it's like, I don't want anybody's freedom to be taken at all, but hope everybody just understands, yo, to keep playing, the, the city keeps moving like that. They're going to make it like certain places where cameras in every corner, you have a gun, you're going away for a long, long time. It's like, they don't have to do that for us before we smarten up. You know what I'm saying? That's all That's all, all I can say, man. But, um... Once again, rest in peace, Smoke Dog. What I was really trying to say is the timing of is everything of how Drake finished his 50, his 50 tour, his 50 shows. And for some reason, the day Drake ends his tour, Pusha T has a show in Toronto at Danforth Music Hall. And the show was going great until three three guys decided to come on the stage and try to, I guess, try to rush Pusha, but they ended up getting their ass beat by security. Um, I personally don't think Drake sent those guys. You know what I mean? I don't know if he did, but I don't see Drake sending those guys. Like Drake could be much more. Like if he if he's in Toronto, there's much more ways he could. This is his city. Like he ain't gonna have to send niggas on the stage. He could get you if he wants to get you. You know what I'm saying? Or attempt to get you in in, in a much more smarter and more 
you know what I mean? Like a, a better manner, a classier manner than that. But regardless, the, the guys got their ass whooped. They was probably thinking that that was going to get them some clout. And maybe Drake would have gave them, you know what I mean, a couple of shirts and sweaters to the old store. Like, you know people nowadays really think you're going to run, you're going to try to make a moment on Pusha T just because you don't even know Drake. I'm saying like <laughs> niggas, niggas is disgusting. So then disgusting. Shout out to Max B, but niggas is disgusting, man. Like obviously it was dark. I I I don't even know if they were black or whatever their ethnicity was. And then there's another. Yo, it's actually funny because you know what I mean. Shout out to everybody that's listening that lives in Canada. And um, I, I'm sure if you live in Canada, you know what Six Buzz is. Six Buzz is like the Canadian world star as far as like for hip hop and. Just information, like it's 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 like the world star. Everybody follows Six Buzz, and you know what I mean on Instagram, and you get all the information that's going on in the city. Pusha T went on Six Buzz because Six Buzz um tried to you know swing the the caption like it was Drake's favorite, like Pusha T, and his people were getting fucked up on the stage. But Pusha T came in the fucking comments it was like, "Bitch," <laughs> he's like, "Bitch, don't lie." They they was getting fucked up. It was the other way around. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's it's crazy. This 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 is just like, yo, man. Because if Drake had nothing to do with this, this just really pro- prolongs the beef more. You know what I'm saying? If this shit was dying out now, it's a little bit reignited. If you, you know, he pushes like he tried to hurt me. <laughs> yo, you know, push it, yo. Your three men on the stage couldn't touch me. I had security moving. I was moving mucky. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm telling you, Pusha go have some bars about the stage. I touched down in your city. Nothing happened. <laughs> I even made a drop off. I was the plug in Toronto for like three summers. <laughs> no, I'm done. So I'm high as hell. But, you know, you know Pusha be talking mad shit, trying to sound mad smooth and shit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Pusha T. Um, Nah, man, but that was actually funny to see him jump in Six Buzz comments. Um, well, Six Buzz got a little disrespectful by saying Virginia Williams is beat, my guy. Like, just, you know what I mean? You don't need to say nothing about the man's wife, but this is the internet, so you know how it goes. Um, no, nah, but, and just, if, I, I don't know if people in Toronto just hate Drake, but there's a lot of people in the comments just say, nah, but Pusha didn't get touched, though. Pusha that nigga. Drake's this, Drake's that. Like, they really riding for Pusha. Like, niggas hate Drake, too. Like, it's it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas just want Drake to put them on. It's like, yo, fuck you. Drake can put me on. Fuck that nigga. Um, nah, but King Pusha's in the comments. That was actually funny. But um, then there's another video. It didn't look like it was a sold-out show at all. You know what I'm saying? There's a little space. I don't know, man. They just they just trying to come. They just trying to come for pushes. You know what I'm saying? Academics even took the footage too and put it up. You know what I'm saying? Six Buzz was like his, his caption was try and ask Kanye for an arena next time, bro. Because like there's a little, there's a couple, there's some space still. Like when the security was fucking up the guy, there's some space. But uh, you know, in academics caption was wait, Pusha T don't get no love in Toronto. Why Toronto mad at Pusha? Someone explain. You know what I'm saying? But this is the era we're in, man. Like, everything is just, you know what I mean, just for good laughs and kicks. Shits and giggles, as they would say. I don't even know what they is, man. Honestly, I'm really high, man. You guys wouldn't understand. Uh, but staying on this little fucking triangle of Drake, Kanye, and um, Pusha T, Talib Kweli was on Drink Champs. 
And he, yo, this clip is actually, yo, it just shows me how weird this nigga Kanye is. It's, it's insecurities and other things, man. It's other things. But here's what Talib Kweli said. But he says to me in this, not in his house, but in the studio, how living in Calabasas while Drake was there was hard on him because he was felt the competitive energy and how when Drake moved away, his he had this creative rush. You know what I'm saying? Which to me, I'm like, yo, how you let this next man affect your energy? Mm, wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, this is something I felt, but I didn't speak on mm. at the time. Now I see how the years played out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of what he's doing, Kanye wants to be number one. He wants to be talked about all the time. Uh -huh. And if somebody's talking, he spent all the last year talking about how dope Drake was in every interview. Uh -huh. Drake's the number one rapper. Drake's the number mm -hmm. one rapper. I feel like he's triggered by Drake. I feel like he's triggered by Obama calling him a jackass. And I feel like he just wants to be liked and he's misinformed. Bro, that is the guy that you guys say take are influenced by what and say yo that nigga that used to talk that jesus rock stuff was just uh, like that was a that was a long time ago he has something happened in his life i know you guys are gonna say his mom i, I can't i'm not a psychiatrist i can't tell you what affects other person in it like other persons and what you know i mean what hurts other people but i still don't see the correlation that where his mom just makes it like his losing his mom makes him insecure to this point where you guys are saying like, this is the guy that you guys would fucking take his word and run with it. This guy, Drake moved down the block, made a right. <laughs> no, let me stop, let me stop. Nah, but like, Drake moved moved down the block in Calabasas where so many famous people are. And you just probably just like, yo, his energy, yo, this nigga. Like, the parties ain't the same anymore. Everybody's going to Drake's house to party. Like, what, I'm trying to understand what made you feel like that. Like, that is nasty. And, and, to, and to tell... To tell it to Talib Kweli, but yo, he moved, yo, Drake moved over here. I'm, I'm feeling a competitive rush. I'm feeling, I'm feeling his energy. Like, what? Drake's probably not even thinking about it. He's like, yo, Kanye's here. That means I'm living with the with the big dogs. You know what I mean? Oh, who, 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 said, who said they got a big, a big, bigger pool than Ye? Maybe he didn't like that line. Maybe, maybe this is what it's all stemming from. He's like, yo, he's shitting on me. He got a bigger pool. Like I, I really don't know, man. That, but that is that is insecurity at 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 its finest, and it has to be maybe about Kim too. It's like, what's he move doing down the block here? It's like, it, is it insecurities that Drake that there's a guy in the game that can afford to live in Calabasas now that you're not the only rich nigga getting it? Like, I'm really wondering what, like, you know, what it all stemmed from. But that's just disgusting to say. And then, yo, shout out to Lib because like he's probably looking at this guy like, yo, this guy's dirt. And I remember when he started talking about Drake. And I remember he said Drake even inspired the watch the his Watch the Throne side. Like, you know, I mean, you think anybody's making whole feel insecure? Like, you're that's the thing. You, yo, a lot of people have the stature because we put them there, and they don't even they don't even deserve it, and they don't even know how to like how to how to embrace it. Like, imagine like yo niggas telling you. Imagine what's the nigga's name for Black Panther? T'Challa. Imagine the niggas told Shashala he's king and he and he, he was weak and he wasn't ready to be the king. You know, heavy's the head that wears the crown. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all put the crown on this nigga head and he just don't know how to be a king. Like, he just he just has the... Maybe it should have been beans. Maybe it should have been just blaze. Like, he just has the the talent, but he's not ready for the position that, that it comes with. Like, the power, the influence that he has, he's not ready to... to 
to be that guy and, and lead people. He's not a leader. It's a fact. He's not a leader. You can see that. He always needs people in the studio. He need, like He's not a leader. He just, yo, man, he, you can just see that. He, yo, his moves just show he's not a leader. He's not built to lead, man. This nigga is, this nigga is, this, that's disgusting. This nigga, Drake, is, and you really just have the, you're into, you, you really fear this nigga's competitiveness and you have him in the studio with you, knowing damn well. See, that, that, that just really shows everything that Drake said about the album, dates and everything. You really wanted to hear what he had to say. So you could have some little edge on him. Like, this nigga, I don't know. I just I don't even want to talk about him. But that clip was when I, when I saw it, I'm like, that is just, that is just nasty. That's disgusting. Like, to be that that broken? Nah. You just, nah, you telling niggas, yo, this nigga moved down the block. I ain't feeling that shit? Nah, man. You ain't, you know, you know, the fact that you could even keep it to yourself or hold it inside is just how much I know it was hurting you. You was hoping to live had some spiritual guidance how to, to get about that one, man. Um. Yo, what else? What else, man? It's been eventful. It's been eventful. Um, Tory Lanez and Joy and Jordan Lucas, they going at it. Well, Jordan Lucas is going at it right now. Like, I don't know what Tory's saying. I don't even know if Tory's like Tory can rap. Like Tory can do this, but I don't even know if Tory wants this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he wants. <laughs> this nigga Jordan Lucas just he's happy to bite niggas' heads off. You know what I'm saying? Um, but this is how it started. Tory was on Instagram Live. It's probably people out there who feel like, you know, they, and then they, Tory, they sing better than you, so, and you're not the best singer in the world. I said, I know I'm not the best singer in the world. But when it comes to writing songs and when it comes to melody, I still don't think niggas can fuck with me, bro. Like, I don't. I, I, I just don't. Like, I, I consistently, that's what I'm saying. Like, anytime you've seen me showcase rap, anytime niggas see me showcase uh, uh, singing, or if they see me showcase rap, my nigga, I've always destroyed shit, my nigga. Always. You feel me? Like, period. The joiner kid, he's nice. We can't fuck with me. Not on, on no level. Period. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, Yo, it's, man. See, this particular shit right here. Okay, wait, let me read. Joyner Lucas took that. This was Tory Lanez on Instagram Live talking to his fans, right? Joyner Lucas took that and said, at Tory Lanez, if you're so confident, my guy, let's pick a beat. You spit your hardest bars over it, and I'll do the same. We'll, we'll let the people decide who ain't fucking with who. Then we'll pick a date and time and your present and your version, and I'm per, I, to pick a date and time, and you present your version, and I'm going to present my version. Same exact beat, so it's fair. If you're not willing to step up and accept my proposal, then don't ever say no silly shit like bar for bar, Jordan Lucas ain't fucking with me ever again in your life. Tag the comedian, Tory Lanez. I love this confidence, but stop it, bro. And that's where Tory Lane is like, yo, when keeping it real goes a little too wrong. Like, cause if you watch the the, the Instagram live, if if you saw it or if you get a chance to see it, it's on academics or you, it's, you know it's on YouTube. He paused a bit, like that's when he thought about it, but he still said it. he's like, yeah, fuck it. He's like, you know, I'm I'm already, I'm already knee deep in this shit. He's like, yeah, the John Lucas kid, yo, he night, but he ain't fucking with me though. On no level, when he said that no level shit, nigga, you was talking about writing songs. You should have been like, not on on a writing song level. He can't fuck with me on a writing song level. You tried to say no level me, bar for bar. This nigga, John Lucas lives for a nigga to just mention his name so he can just literally drop three songs about you. You know what I'm saying? And then, and he just tear niggas up. This is this is what he does. Like, he's nice. He's nice. And the next morning, you know what he did? He dropped a Liddy freestyle. <laughs> this nigga is, this nigga, this nigga's a problem. Nah, man. And Tri Trippy Red, dumbass, was on on 
on live Instagram. Yo, Trippy Red just be talking mad shit still. Trippy Red was on Instagram live with Tory Lanez. He's like, yo, I know you're going to kill, bro. He must have never even... He put, he don't even know who Jordan Lucas is. Like, he's like, yo, when you kill that nigga, man, just make sure his his version, nobody can even... Nobody even remembers it. I'm like, Trippy just talk, talking. He's just talking. But here's... here's Here's um Jordan Lucas. Being niggas trying to turn rappers and trappers. You should just stay in your lane, bro. You sound like a rapper to rapper. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking down on you when you talk to me. You should grab you a ladder. You swung at me, only jabbed in my bladder. Watch you disappear like you abracadabra. Like grab me a dagger. You got some hits, but you lacking a swagger. I'm still the shit, bitch, so that doesn't matter. Don't call me a kid. I'm your pappy and dada. You get splattered and flattered. You and Trippy better have you some backup. Brandon Stimpy looking aggy and staggered. And when I kill him, nigga, matter don't matter. Time to get litty, bitch. Fuck all that singing. You challenge me, what the fuck is you thinking? Wait too much weed, what the fuck is you drinking? I brought the tsunami, you fuckers are sinking. I'm glad that you came. Leave all that lyrical shit up to me. I'm a savage that bang. Bring all your products who's back to Lee Chang. Take all that auto tune back at T Pain. I swear you RB rappers are strange. You okay, but you ain't nobody favorite. You I, but you ain't nobody major. 5-3, you ain't nobody dangerous. Maybe that weed you was smoking had you feeling confident. Let's have a real conversation. Maybe that doctor put something inside of your head when you got your new hairline replacement. Why you bring my name up? Honestly, that shit keeps going, man. Like for another two minutes of just, whew, that nigga's nice. That nigga's nice. And it's the thing. It's like, yo, Tori's nice as far as writing songs and even rapping. But the problem is, this guy, like, we see everything. Like, he just, yo, everything's in the soul. This is the information there. It ain't like, yo, nothing's a secret. You just told you you got hair. You're 5'3". You can't shoot a jumper. Like, like he just, yo, everything's out there. And he, when a nigga has a pen like that, he's just going to put it together. So effortlessly. Like, that was he did that over a night. So if Tori drops another one, you think Jordan Lucas ain't ready? He's already wrote a new track. This guy, he's already wrote another track for Tori. He's gonna, or if Tori doesn't drop another one, he's gonna drop another one and get him out of hiding. This is he. This is his time right now. This is time to shine. Tori's a, like, Tori's not Drake, but he's a big artist. Tori, Tori's a guy in the game. You know what I mean, Tori's an actual fixture in the game. He's like, he's official. He's, he's been in the game, and people fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? And this is if this is join his way in. He did it to fucking Logic, and I think he had another battle with somebody else. He did a song about Lil Pump. Like, yo, nigga just about barring niggas up. Like, he did a song about Lil Pump. Like, he's about barring niggas up, man. This guy, wow. Shit, shit is crazy. I, w- I want to see Tori respond. That'd be dope. Oh, man. Yo, I don't know if I'm late or what. I just looked at my phone. And you know what? Tori responded, actually. I might be late. Whew. This, this here's the difference. Though. Okay, but I'm going to let y'all hear it. I'm going to let y'all hear, hear, hear a little snippet of what Tori was doing. I can go silly with those. I got a pocket rocket down a cock and chop and pop a nigga that really imposed. Niggas is with me as villains and hoodies that lost. So they good and they feelings on road. It's so appealing to feeling to killing a nigga that pose. Get milly vanilla with those. Turn a beef plate to a cheesesteak. Bitch, I be really get filly with those. Neck rocky as a blizzard. A nigga flex gotten bigger. My wrist is so chilly and froze. Really, I'm colder than ever. My niggas going for whatever. Niggas gripped up. Fifth tucked in the snowstorm of the weather. Sandstorm of the desert. Hands drawn on the desert. Leave his whole body bloody like shorty to put in a tampon on the ready. Shooting with a Vietnam cannon out the Peter. Arm on the levy, see the charm on the ready. We go to jail, this shit'll be fine. We'll meet up with friends, cause all of our man's gone, gone already. I got So here's Tory's Tory shit is hard. What 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 Tory stuck with exactly what Jordan Lucas said to do, basically. Jordan Lucas said, let's pick a beat. You pick mine, I pick yours. We both go over it and we murder it. And and we and we let the fans choose who um who could do it the best. 
Lucky You Freestyle, which is Tory Lane's song that just, just came out, is a song Jordan Lucas did with Eminem. So he took picked the beat and he bodied it. The difference is Jordan Lucas did on the Lady Freestyle, Jordan Lucas was coming at Tory's neck. Tory didn't really say much about Jordan Lucas, but, but he's flowing crazy and he's talking. Like he's saying he's saying shit, but he's not addressing him directly. So that's what that's where there's a little there's a little difference right here. Tory said, All right, I'm, I'm gonna take the beat, like you said, I don't gotta diss you personally. So I think there's gonna be more because listen to what Tory said at the end of the track. You know what I'm saying? I think you should go listen to it. It's like two minutes and like 56 seconds. Like he's he's really spit, but here's what he said. <laughs> I promise y'all niggas I do this shit in my sleep. It's easy. I come to the studio and just say shit. It comes out that way. You know what I mean? I promise y'all we down and go 3,600,000 rounds with anybody. Let these niggas know that all that rapping fast shit, we can do it too, nigga. <laughs> niggas be thinking they got that special sauce. Not today, nigga. Ain't that right, bitch? <laughs> Yo, that nigga is talking that talk. <laughs> Not today, nigga. Tory, Tory got the flows. Like, I, I like what he did there, to be honest. I like what he did there because he didn't have to diss him. He made a good song. I like what he did there. That shit was hard. There's more to come. And I guarantee you, by the time that y'all niggas hear this, in the morning, Jordan Lucas probably dropped another one. He's disgusting. But that shit was hard. That shit was hard. Shout out to Tory Lanez, man. Shout out to Jordan Lucas. This is hip-hop. That That is good. That is good. And and this is not anything that's going to get violent. It's not going to go, you know what I mean? This is going to stay right on right on wax, man. And these are two two guys that people like, that the older cats like. This is dope. And it just also shows Tory's versatility as far as Tory being a song maker. He dropped his album. He usually does R&B song. It shows how for his how versatile he is. He's still a student of the game that can really do this. He could do the say it. He could do fucking controller. He can do reggae. Like he's a musical. Yo, man, let him let him keep writing. Yo, Tory Lanez probably go, we're gonna go in the, in the songwriter Hall of Fame. Like he's probably gonna go in the songwriter Hall of Fame. Like he just needs that big break. He just needs to keep working. He's gonna get that big break. He he he, he works with Beyonce once. Beam, he's out of here. You know how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Or even Rihanna, like Rihanna. If Rihanna wanna, no disrespect to Tory, but I don't know what parties. I'm sure party in Tory's pen probably going for the same price. But I'm sure if you maybe want to get a little cheaper, maybe because it's OVR or whatever. I guarantee Tory right Rihanna hit. He's ready, but um, I'm definitely ready for for more of this, man. This shit was hard. I want more of this. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie. We gonna get some more of this with these two. How cocky both of these guys are. We are going to get more of this. Man, yo, I'm I'm trying to I didn't even want to talk about this. I'm trying to avoid this so bad, man. You know what I mean? I'm a guy, I'm a personally I'm a guy that I, I get invested in my rappers, you know what I'm saying? I get invested in the people I listen to because music is something that like yo, I listen to music every single day. Like music helps me get through different times in life, you know what I mean? If I need certain moods, certain energy, I mean I, I go to music. You know what I mean if I feel like I wanna I wanna calm down, I wanna hear a story, I wanna hear certain things with some jewels, I can really go back and play reasonable doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like there's just things where you just go back and play. So music does so much for me so that when something happens to somebody I listen to, whether it's a Toronto rapper or a rap in America, it'd be on my mind because like, yo, I really be thinking about I'm like, yo, damn, what's gonna happen now? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I just, I really, I don't know. I really just get, like, whether it's Tag Stone, Combat Jack, it don't have to be a rapper. Anybody like that that gives me information and that that stays with me throughout, like, you know what I mean, once a week or whatever it is. Yeah, you know I mean, it's become part of this, part of the routine. So 
with all that being said, man, 6'9", bang red like Hans, man. Fuck, I really think it's come to an end. Um, I'm sure everybody knows by now because it's like big news, man. Takashi 69 has been indicted on a federal, federal charges of racketeering and firearm charges. Faces six, 17 charges. Faces a mandatory minimum of 35 years. Crazy, man. Like, yo, here's the thing. I, a lot of people don't like Takashi, and I, I completely understand why. Like, I, I see it. I get it. Um, he's disrespectful. He's just, he's obnoxious at times. But I personally, I, li- I don't know, man. This, this is crazy, man. I like Takashi Six Nine. Man, I always said that if he never told you to suck his dick personally, it never really affected you. The shit that he was really doing, you know what I'm saying? Like he was just a kid that, not a kid. Remember, he was just a young person, um, a young person who just. Doesn't get. I'm telling you, man. You know, when you grow, when you grow up, you really sometimes it's not. It's not even fair to to judge a person until like after they're 25. Because I'm just. I'm 26, turning 27, December 22nd, and I'm telling you, like, when I with, with that with age comes wisdom. Like some of the things that I would have done before, I would never ever attempt or even do now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just you just get a certain type of wisdom with, with age. I can't explain it. You feel older. You just feel you, the maturity. It kicks in. Like you just like nah. Like yo, that shit is stupid. You know what I'm saying? Um, but six nine, he never understood the consequence of his actions. Like, I lived in New Jersey um, for four years. I think maybe four and a half. And one thing I always knew was like, yo, this gang shit is not cool, man. This gang shit was not, it's not something I could ever ever have done in my life. Like when we lived in Toronto, yeah, there was gangs, but it was never to the severity of like, you know, people would say their bloods and their crips in Toronto, but it's a different type of shit out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, to get into the gang, you'd have to get beat up to get into the gang you had to do either spill some blood or spill your blood like niggas would these guys would fucking you know these guys would fucking you, you basically start start out having a, a one-on-one fight with a guy it doesn't matter how big this guy is how old he is you start having a one-on-one fight with this guy and during this one-on-one fight somebody's counting one like it's not like it's like a one Mississippi, but it ain't say Mississippi one something. And during that, you think you find one on one, you get packed the fuck out. Like everybody there starts beating the shit out of you for like thirty one seconds, and you're officially in the gang. From there, you think that all right, you're in the gang, you're protected. Nah, you got to start putting in work. You got to start doing all this shit. You got to start doing more shit from for for people that have a higher ranking than you, so you can be like them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's just not. It's backwards, and it's just, it's, it's just like they don't even care about you. It's just yo, know, it's just you're all doing this thing under the one, under this one flag or one umbrella. You know what I'm saying? And it's just unfortunate, man, because this kid Takashi and this guy, I'm still calling him Kim. I don't know why I keep saying that, but he, he just was so 
ignorant as to what he was doing. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of the people in Brooklyn were even claiming that, yo, you was a Crip before. You know what I'm saying? People used to say, yo, you used to see you wearing blue flags, you used to be with Crips. I don't know how he linked up with these guys, but he did. And like when, when academics first started covering him, I remember, you know, that he did like an interview with him and he used to be with Trippy Red and he used to be with some next guys. So he was like, he wasn't really even doing rap. He had, like, if you if you find old Takashi music, it was like heavy metal, different type of shit. So I don't know how he linked up with these guys and how these niggas say, yo, this kid's about to be it and we about to make him it. You know what I'm saying? He got with these blood niggas, made gummo, and just uh, just like, you know, not to say Takashi's way more talented than Slim Jesus, but just seeing the environment, just seeing this guy with pink hair or whatever, orange rainbow hair, 6ix9ine tatted all over his face. It, it was just a trip. We've never seen no shit like that. And 6ix9ine, obviously, you know people know what 6ix9ine stands for. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like, it was just, people were just tripling. You know, they wanted to find out more about this guy, but the song was a fucking banger. You know what I'm saying? The B was crazy. Niggas envy. Oh, like yo, what? Nah, man. Yo, six nine, six nine had 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 the place away. I can't lie, but yo, it's unfortunate, man. So he got with these guys and he he got into the game. He started killing the game. You know what I'm saying? He really started killing the game. Um, but speed up a little bit, man. He throughout the game, he started you know doing this. This thing he was doing, this beef, you know what I mean? He started having beef with people, started calling people out, you know what I mean? Telling people to suck his dick. Um, then he got into a situation with Casanova, which, you know what I mean? Nobody still knows how this beef really started because on Worldstar, when Casanova dropped the song, Set Trippin', who brought you home? How you turn blood? You know what I mean? Who loaked you in? How you turn cuz? It's, it's a gang song about, you know what I mean? How'd you get into the gang? Is you real? Like, is you official blood? You know what I mean? Like, or are you food? You know what I mean? Whole bunch of gang talk. So, it the caption did say 6 9 this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Casanova submitted it like that or World Star put it like that just because of what he was saying. So, that from there stemmed a big beef. You know what I mean? And one of the real reasons Casanova is in the, in, in the game is because he's a gangster. Like, he's a gangster. Like, and niggas that aren't gangster, that are rappers, will do anything for the rapper that is a gangster. You know what I'm saying? So he's kind of just put his way into the game. Like he's had a couple records and good songs, but he's kind of like put his foot right into the game. Like Casanova just kind of like kicked the door open. Like yo, I'm 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 a fucking hooligan. I'm a goon. What's up? Like let me in. And niggas let him in. Takashi decided to beef with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a he's a staple in Brooklyn. Niggas know Casanova. You know what I mean? And Takashi started talking all that suck my dick shit. Um, I guess, you know what I mean? There was a, there was a video outside of a strip club where they were arguing and, and like people try to say they're trying to rob Casanova's chain. But I think he just tucked his chain in because he thought he was about to fight. You know what I mean? I don't think it was him tucking his chain in because he was scared. But it was a lot, of, a lot of that. And then there was a situation where Casanova's video shoot got shot up. And I remember TMZ had like footage of Shadi getting out the car, which is Takashi's manager. Well, I don't know. He, the CEO of Treyway, you know what I mean? Because Takashi said he ain't got no manager. But there's a video of this nigga getting out the car and walking up to the. Like, walk, like you don't see where he walks to, but 
when he gets out of the SUV and he goes down the street and I think you see the gun and he just lets it off, comes back and then like literally hours later after like maybe hours, Takashi's like, "Yo, why your video shoot get shot up?" Like, like just you know, man, he just never got this. He never got the street shit. Like he never got the street shit, man. He never got the street shit. Like this is what I'm trying to say. Like when I mean it, he's just was just doing whatever. Like he never got this street shit. You know what I'm saying? Like so after that shooting with Cass, it was like, yo. He's on the fucking Instagram live talking about, yo, why your video shoot get shot up, blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. Niggas can't even shoot videos on their own block. Then there was also the situation where I believe 6ix9ine walked out Adrian Broner and Casanova brought, walked out Jamel Charlo, who's, these are two boxers, you know what I'm saying, the Charlo brothers. They're, they're, they're beasts. But um, yeah, and they had shooting at the Barclays Center where the Nets play. Where Hove Parks, where Hove Parks is ride, you know what I mean? Like they had a shooting at the Barclays where there's cops. Since nine eleven, New York don't play that shit. Like anywhere that there's gonna be many people, they have cops, they have surveillance, they have all that type of shit. And six nine, and then also on live, they start talking about it, like, yeah, nigga, where you at, nigga? Niggas, niggas is running. Like you, like you can find all of this shit online. Like he's walking outside the bar and he's addressing Casanova. Niggas is running, niggas is ducking and shit. And I'm just like, at the time, you know what I mean? It's entertaining. Don't get me wrong. It's all entertainment. You know what I'm saying? At the time, but it's just like, he has gangsters around him. And they're just, because of the money being made and because of whatever is going on, I, I think they're just forgetting the rules too. Like niggas just, like he's dead ass just insinuating what just happened and everybody puts two and two together. Cass still moving neat. Cass wasn't really saying much. You know what I mean? They end up squashing the beef. You know what I'm saying? The beef ended up getting squashed. But that's just Takashi's journey. He did it with YG. He just has, under under his belt, he has so many of these little things we all got to see. Like, his life was a movie, man. Like, his life was literally, this two years of Takashi's career was a movie. And I truly believe this is the credits. People that have been, that have faced this Rico and racketeering shit, John Gotti. John Gotti. You know what I mean? That's just I, I really that's all I really have to say. It happened to Alpo. You, you know what Alpo did. Happened to Frank Lucas. Happened to John Gotti's son. Happened to the mafia. Happened to everybody that, that did organized crime. It happened to the BMF. It happened to Big Meech. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's happened to everybody. You, nobody beats this. And you know what happens when you beat the feds? They try you again. Like, you ever watched any of those mafia movies? You beat the fans, they just keep bringing you back until you ain't got no more money. You're just going to keep fighting them and fighting them until you ain't got no more money. Takashi has, yo, I'm, 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 I'm going to get the charges just so you guys can hear what he's going on, what he's doing. Using or carrying a firearm during and, during and in relation to or possessing a firearm in furtherance of a crime of violence which was discharged. Life in prison, mandatory minimum of 10 years, in prison as to Jones, mandatory minimum of 25 years in prison as to the other defendants. So one guy on the, on the charge of Jamel Jones, he can get 10 for it. The rest can get 25 years in prison for it. Um, violent crime in aid of racketeering. Daniel Hernandez, which is Takashi's name, 20 years in prison. Um, using or carrying a firearm during in relation to or possessing a firearm in furtherance of a crime which was brandished. Daniel Hernandez, life in prison. Mandatory minimum of seven years in prison. 
racketeering conspiracy, Daniel Hernandez, 20 years in prison. Listen, anybody that knows anything knows Takashi was not selling drugs because there's also charges of selling weed, um, MDMA, heroin, all that shit. But you have to understand, once you're claiming Treyway, Treyway is a is a is a offset of nine trade gangsters. One of the most that, no, not even just let me say the one of the most feared gangs. That is the, one of the original blood sets on the East Coast in 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 New York. Like in New York, the Bloods was established in '93, I believe, on Rikers Island, and everybody like certain guys who was who was certain guys got to make their own sets, and. Nine Trey Gangsters is SI set. A guy who just died like a couple years ago in a shootout with the cops because he said he wasn't going back to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like when you see um, Treyway, the guy who, who who you would see with Takashi a lot, Shadi, he would always say um, BIP SI. SI is the one that started this whole Nine Trey thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of the original sets. And just because they're screaming Treyway, they've, they've, you know, how the, man, like, I, I just hope some of the people listening know exactly how the feds do and how the cops do. We've seen with Bert, Bobby Schmurda, we've seen it with Murder Inc., with, with Murder, with Irv Gotti and, and, and Kenneth Supreme. Once there's a gang, once, what is it, once or three more people and there's a name for it, it's a gang and you can be Greco. Takashi wasn't selling drugs. Takashi probably wasn't even shooting or any of these times. But the fact that you were there and hopping on live later, all right. They can just piece two and two together. There's this camera's everywhere in New York, so it's just it's just this it's just crazy. He's go he's I don't know I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say because he he's ignorant. Like he just like that's the, I can honestly say he's ignorant. Like he was snitching on himself. Yeah, it was it was making you look untouchable. It's like, but why you weren't even at like what I don't know what that's the thing about just having power. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know what yo man, I learned a lot back when there was a power corrupt corrupts absolutely. Absolute power corrupts absolutely because you probably never had to fight in your life, probably never had to have real pro like you know, he had his problems, I'm talking financially and growing up with his family, but I'm not saying you don't never had to be a tough guy. But he just realized I got gang members on like and paid in full, Rico said to Mitch, he said to Ace after he got shot, he's like, what's the point of having soldiers if you if you can't put them to work? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. That's Takashi's mindset. Like, I got these gangsters around me. I'm, nobody can talk to me. Suck my dick, stupid. Stupid. Suck my dick, stupid. Like, anybody. Yo, suck my dick with your dead mother's lips. Talking like that to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, just all types of disrespect because you have people that would do this shit for you. And these and 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 this this is the ignorance part where it's like guilty by association. Don't ever think that because oh yeah, I'm a rapper and these niggas chilling with me, their security, we all bloods. But just because I'm with them, and if I ever if you and you ever gave them like twenty thousand or something, and they use that twenty thousand to go buy a brick or let me half a brick, do you honestly think that they're not gonna just tie you in there just so you can ride on them? Like they're gonna say, "All right, you're part of the gang. This is a criminal organization." Cause these guys are doing shit with their own life, especially if you're not feeding them to the point where they still gotta be committing crimes. Yo, man, this I I truly like because honestly, I don't want them to go to jail, but I know that I know I know better. You know what I'm saying? I know better, but I hope hip hop learns from this shit. I hope the young niggas, young people, learn from this shit. Like. The information age, the social media era, it's great for, for publicity, it's great for marketing, 
But if you're doing crime, there's no famous criminals, man. You're doing crime and you're doing putting it on the internet. Like they're even charging. Like I saw on the internet, I saw that if you're flexing on the gram and you ain't doing your taxes right, you can get audited. Don't play with the internet, man. Don't play. Once it's out there, it's out there. Like, especially when you have eyes watching you, do not play like that, man. Like, Takashi, like, it's crazy because he went on the Breakfast Club. It's like he's, you know, he, 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 it, it's even good he did that interview. It's like you would think he knew this was coming. He went on the Breakfast Club and, you know, because he had a video about firing his management, firing everybody around him. They didn't want no gang members around him. They're stealing from him and doing all this for him. Now these are the guys you're gonna have to go fight a case with. Shoddy, the guy you fired, that was your the, that was the guy you always with. If he was still with you, whatever, these guys are gangsters. Now it's like you guys ain't even cool no more. Now you gotta deal with it. Right now, Takashi is in general population in a Brooklyn detention center. When tax went back into Brooklyn detention for, for the feds, you think tax had a problem? Yeah, I mean you had a one to issue with niggas you've been with, but he's been there. He's from that life. They're not gonna pick on him. They're like, oh yo, he's one of us. Takashi, right now, you're going to have to pay for security. Yo, he got denied bail. He offered up to put up $1.7 in his whole account and all his passports to show he's not a flight risk. Judge said no. And he's having a special hearing to, on Wednesday. So when you guys are hearing this, you'll be having a special hearing. It's actually really fucked up because academics, if you go on academics Twitter right now, he says, I have some news to, for Takashi to break in the morning with a teardrop. You know what I'm saying? And God forbid it's anything Takashi's been. He's in general population right now. So I hope that is not the news. You know what I'm saying? That's like, I don't know if it's the, if it's bail news or maybe Takashi. I hope he didn't. You never even know if Takashi took a plea deal already. You know what I'm saying? Acts that he has some shit to, to, to break, man. Or, or, did, or did, he, did, did he snitch? Or did he take a Like, there's so many things he can go away. Like, this, this, this whole thing is over. Bro, it's it's crazy. Album's supposed to drop November twenty third. Yo, this whole thing is over, man. Like this whole thing is over, man. Like it's 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 unfortunate, man, because he, he doesn't know. I don't think he knew what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? But the the the, the law says ignorance is not gonna get you by. Like ignorance is not gonna you can save you. Ignorance is, you know what I mean? It's just unfortunate, bro. Like. And that, that Breakfast Club interview was good because it was another chance for him to sway the public. That's the last image of people. Like, it seemed like he was maturing. You know what I'm saying? There's so much to the story. The FBI picked Takashi up on Sunday. He got locked up Monday. Picked him up on Sunday and told him, members of your gang want to kill you. Members of the guys that you, because he said he on the Breakfast Club that he's done fucking with these niggas. They're dirty bloods, blah, blah, blah. The FBI took him to the office and said, sign this way, sign, we want to protect you. Takashi said, he doesn't want the protection because, you know, he's got his five big security guards. Now he probably feels, you know what I mean, invincible. And he said, they said, yo, we let's pick up a wiretap. And that's what FBI had to do. They, they did that for John Gotti too. When the mafia was trying to kill John Gotti, they have to warn him and say, yo, there's a hit on your life because, you know what I mean? So he told Takashi, we have wiretapping of these guys saying that they're going to super violate you. You know what I'm saying? And he said he didn't want the protection. Understood. But he was still going to go to Connecticut Casino and a resort there. I don't know if he's going to perform or just be there. And apparently they said that that information was going to get to those other guys and they didn't want any innocent bystanders to get shot. So they just fucking, they just took this nigga in, man. Like, 
Like this, this I don't know how this is not a movie. If you if you're watching this, well, if if you've never kept up with Takashi, maybe it's just like nothing to you. But if you've kept up with his whole story, to see where it is right now and how it may end and how it's looking like it's gonna end, is like it's a dream. Nigga came. It's like it's like it's like a movie. It's like a meme movie. It's like a what do you, what do you call that? A, a fucking a satire. He came in hip hop. Violated all the gangsters, didn't get touched, but now he's gonna end up getting going through all that shit, like in jail. Like people are gonna do things. Like it's gonna get bad if this is the real deal, or he snitched. I don't like. I don't know what academics is gonna break right now, but I don't think it's anything good. There's nothing good that can come from this right now. Here, here are my here are my options. Like that that that, that the news could be. Six nine is in general population, so he's he's right now in the medical unit because he was attacked, slashed, cut. God forbid six nine did. I don't even want to think about the second one, so I'm just not even gonna mention it to be honest. Three, he turned witness. Four, he took a plea down, just like fuck it. I'm gonna start doing my time right now. That's the only things that I can see because nothing good can come from this. I don't. I can't see anything saying he's getting bail. I can't see anything saying he's getting out, his charges getting dropped. It's just gonna be bad from here on out. It's like a movie, bro. And like, you know what I mean? He was a talented kid, smart kid. That's the thing, the shit that he was doing online, but when you see him moving other ways, you could tell he's not like that. But it's just a it's just a, a character. And that's you always gotta be yourself, man. You always gotta be yourself, man. And you and you have to understand for every action, yo, your consequences, yo. Yo, there's consequences for everything you do and say. Know who you're talking to. Know how you're talking. Know what you're doing. You're only with gangsters and you want to be on live talking about what they just did. Like, because you didn't do it. You think you can talk about it because you wasn't there and you weren't the one on shooting on camera. But it's a whole thing now. It's a gang. It's, it's Treyway. Like, this is how, the, this is how the, the, the law works. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's unfortunate, man, because so many people would love to be in a position this kid was in. Not this guy was in man. It's, it's unfortunate, man. Because if he was a kid, he'd be all right right now. The the law sees him as a twenty one year old who is about to be tried as an adult and has a mandatory minimum of thirty five. With it, you know I mean, he's a father, he's a son, man. You know what I mean? Like, but he didn't get it, man. Like he was even up to his last days, was just living fast on Instagram Live, talking mad shit, listening to Drake and Fifty Cent, many man, like. It, it's because he got the yo man. It's because he got the drop from from the cops. The FBI told him that these guys want to kill him. He's listening to those songs, trying to tell, send a message to these guys. Like, I just, I just hope, I, I truly hope that the person he was acting like is really him. Because if it's not, he's in for a rude awakening, man. Because he's not built for the the, the person he was acting like. Maybe built for the built for the shit that he was. But if he's not that person, the shit you're about to go through right now. Look at Bobby Shmurda. He like they're from the street. They're doing their time. Yeah, people came out there, but they're from the street. They're really in. If you're really from the streets, yeah, you have money. You're a famous rapper. Yeah, it may be a little hard for you to do the time, but they're they're still not gonna look at you as food. Like you really portrayed. You know what I mean? You're perpetrating a fraud. And it's like now are you ready? And you're not even fucking with the same the same niggas that was protecting you. You're they're your enemies now, bro. Shit is crazy. You really thought you can cut them off, get security, and like. Nah, you tied in, man. Nigga stole the nigga that stole his um 
that, that, that kidnapped him and stole his chain. Yeah, he's one of them too. Like, you guys are all in the same place. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. And it's, it's, it's only going to get worse from here, man. And, and this was a talented, talented, talented guy, man. Smart guy. If you watch them, how he moved, he was an entertainer, bro. But it's just really going to be something that, yo, we're going to forget about this a year from now. You know what I mean? And it's just going to be like, yo, wow. Like, this, this, it was like a meme. Like, it just, it was like a, a satire movie. Like, yo, I, he just showed he can come in. You can, this, if you want to, if you can, if you want to be just something like a spectacle, you can come in hip hop and just make all the money you want, be the hottest in the game, and just do whatever you want because there's no respect. And just like, it's just, that's just, that's the time we're in right now. Hip hop is just, it's just a game. Bro, like, this shit is a game, man. That shit is crazy. What happened to 6 9 I hope everybody learns, man. In real life, like, don't be on Instagram popping all that nonsense. Don't, man. Like, knowing what you're doing, like, ain't no famous criminals, man. Like, you don't have to. Like, if you, that's why, you know, when, when they say real G's move in silence, like, pe people that want to show they're tough, it's because they're not tough. Like, yo, there's people that really get money. Do that's probably the criminals that are really rich underground, that are really killing people, have money, have all the cars. We don't know their names because they don't want to be known, and that's how it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? I only wish the best for this guy, man, but fuck. Like, you have to be crazy to be looking at this and saying it's going to turn out well. I don't know. I don't see any way it could. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate, man. Real shit. Um, what else? What else, man? That that shit. That shit is annoying, man. I ain't gonna lie. That shit broke my spirit, man. But that's some sad shit. But um, this shit, this shit, this shit did get me get me back to where I need to be. Um, Adrian Brown is gonna fight Manny Pacquiao on I think January fifteenth, which should be a good fight. Should be a good fight. Manny slowed down. He's not once what he once was, and it could be a good stepping stone for Agent Broner to get his career back on track. But he better not lose. Cause if you hear how Agent Broner's talking shit, let, let, I'm gonna play the clip of from. from <laughs> Yo, know, he's the definition of a hood nigga, ignorant nigga, and, and there's a difference between him and six nine. But I just hope Agent Broner don't go down no path like that. Cause ignorance is ignorance to get you there, man. Listen to listen to Agent Broner, man. Y'all got me fucked up if y'all think I'm about to lose to Manny Pacquiao, man. I'm about to beat this motherfucking ass on God now. And I don't know who NM is, man. I really ain't worrying about too much, you know what I'm saying? This the first time I'm up here with all this drip. <laughs> Give me snap your pictures. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely like the rematch with Floyd. Floyd yeah, fuck Floyd, man. No disrespect, but he ain't, he ain't, fight, he ain't fighting Floyd. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. He fighting me. But do you think... I'm about to beat your motherfucking ass, man. You worry about Floyd. Do you he think, already beat you, brother. Do you think they're... Under you got to get past me first, big feet, motherfucker. Do you feel like they're underestimating you? Uh, man, I, I... Okay, I'm trying to tell you. Shit. You might get punched, Brian. <laughs> I got the whole hood with me. Just like he got the whole Philippines with him. I don't even know how to spell that. I got the whole hood with me. H-O-O-D. <laughs> yeah, this nigga. Like, he's selling the fight. Maddie don't have to say nothing. Like, it's going to be a great boxing fight regardless. But Broner is selling the fight, man. Like, if he could be a winner and be this guy, he would be so likable. Even though it's ignorant, he would be so likable and loved in boxing, man. But he's been losing. You know what I mean? And nobody likes a loser and then a sore loser at that. So, nah, he got to keep this up, but he's fucking hilarious, man. Like, 
He's literally hilarious. Um, whew. That's going to be a good fight, definitely. Um, January 15th, tune into that. Uh, I think Deontay Wilder and um, Tyson Fury probably fighting next month, too. Yeah, it's going to be some good stuff going on. Uh, I think that's everything besides basketball. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into some NBA talk. Um, let's just start with the Raptors, man. Raptors just put off, pulled off a 93-91 win over the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. A 93-91 win over the Orlando Magic. Raptors still have the best record in the East, and I believe best record in the in the whole league, actually, because the Golden State Warriors, they're going through a little sum right now. But what I can say about this this win was, where is Kyle Lowry? This, this is what I mean. Like, see, I, I only keep it real. I only keep it real when it comes to when it comes to like if if you thought I hated Lowry for no reason, you just you got me fucked up. I'm not. There's no hate in me. You know what I'm saying I just judge people off of what I see. Lowry started off the season playing at a pace that I was like, yo, can he keep this up? Like that was my only question. Like, can this nigga keep this up? Because he's playing like I never seen him play before. Right now he's going through a slump. He was three of nine today, so he didn't really force it, which is cool. He was he had seven assists, which is great. But it's just the he. We need more than that. Like we need more than that. He's got. A, he's the guy that sets the tone. You know what I'm saying? It's just this game. This game was nasty. It was it, I like how JV played. JV played good defense. Um, he was only four of eight. The shots weren't really going around. Kawhi had 18 points. Shout out to Danny Green though because Nick Nurse drew up a play for Danny Green to hit the the game winning shot, which was a good play because. You're not gonna expect it to go to Danny Green, especially not for a three either. So it was a two a two point shot. So you know Danny Green's a three point specialist. It was a good play. Hit the mid range, left like point five seconds on the clock. Raptors got the win, but I just want to see more convincing wins from the Raptors, man. They like I just wanted them to get back to what I saw them playing at the start of the season. I don't like when teams you see that happen a lot, right, in the league, like. Teams get a new player and teams don't know how to adjust and all of a sudden midseason everything's back to normal. Nah, like this team is a great team. They just need to start get back to dominating teams. Like Orlando should should be easy work. That should be very light work for the Raptors. Um Evan Fournier was he was he was getting busy. He was getting busy. I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna say nothing about our team, man. I'm not gonna diss. I'm I'm not gonna diss. I'm gonna leave it at that. Washington Wizards got a win today. That that bro, they was down twenty at at the half or twenty one, and they came back and won by three points. Shout out to them. They beat the Clippers, and the Clippers have been playing well. But this is still not. Just, I hope this win can like get them to where they need to be. But I doubt it. The Washington Wizards. It's been reported the Washington Wizards have put Bradley Beal and John Wall on the trade market. You know what I'm saying? Which is which is their franchise, which means they're about to blow they're ready to blow the team up. Only problem is nobody's gonna pick up John Wall because John Wall's making nineteen million right now this year, which is which is a steal, even though he's not they're not performing. But next year his his um his kicker kicks in and it wait for the kicker. <laughs> like Drake said, wait for the kicker. He's about to make some bread. John Wall gets forty million a year under his, from his one hundred and seventy million dollar contract for the next four years. What? 
that's a gamble. It's not like they're playing the best basketball. His three point shot is hitting. No, and right now it's coming out from the from the Wizards that John Wall is fucking is terrorizing the team. You know what I'm saying? And Bradley Bill went up to Ernie Grunfeld and told management that he's been going through this for the last seven years. John Wall cursed out Scotty Brooks at practice, said, fuck you, got up in his face, was bullying him. And a lot of quotes are coming out from the team saying, John Wall, Scotty Brooks is a great coach, but he can't coach John Wall. And John Wall does this to all his coaches. Like, I didn't know that John Wall was this guy, but they're talking like John Wall is not a good person. You know what I'm saying? Not a good, not a good person, but a good teammate. And... It kind of goes back to when he was out and Martin Gortat last year made that tweet and he's like, yeah, we're playing for each other. We're actually, everybody's sharing the ball and playing playing for each other. And John Wall said he checked him about it. But maybe that's real. Like, he's really not a good teammate and your best player is not a good teammate, then the team's not going to succeed. There's just no, no way around it. That's crazy, man. Um, I remember he bought the whole team Rolexes. I guess that's just like guilty conscience type shit. Like he bought the whole team Rolexes, hoping that that'll, that'll fix the slate, <laughs> clean the slate. You know what I mean? For the regular person, the Rolex will clean the slate. You know what I mean? But these niggas going to all buy themselves Rolexes. Um, so that's that, man. But the Washington Wizards definitely, I think they're going to blow it up, man. They haven't achieved anything anyways all for the last four years. They've always come up short. That one year they beat Toronto with Paul Pierce, and that was it. You know what I'm saying? Um, other than that, I don't think they've had any success. I don't know what they're still staying around for. Zion Williams is out there right now. Y'all better, y'all better blow the motherfucker up. <laughs> Zion Williams and RJ Barrett, if you can get a pick from any of these guys and get Zion Williams and get another pick from somebody else for trading John Wall and Bradley Bill, y'all better do it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are saying Bradley Bill to the Raptors. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. We're still locked in, so we know we still have something of a, a franchise player next year if Kawhi decides to leave. Um, Bradley Bill and Siakam and whatever you can fix with there. But hmm, we'll see, man. We'll see. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, what else been going on in the league, man? The Golden State Warriors is going through it. Um, yo, I don't, I don't know. All of a sudden, after the fight with Draymond, he played the game against Houston. Shit didn't go well. The next day, Draymond, they say Draymond has a leg injury. His toes fucked up and shit. So we just, I don't know. I don't know where, what's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what's going on with them. They're losing. I think Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson is enough to, to beat anybody. I know it's unorthodox as far as Quinn Cook running the point guard, and it's just not what you're used to. You're used to Steph being there, and Steph makes it so much easier, but... They should not be on a four-game losing streak. Like they're the Golden State Warriors. Like Kevin Durant is, Kevin Durant is not. Like I don't. No disrespect to Kawhi. When when I see when the people say Kawhi is better than Kevin Durant, I'd be looking at them like what, what? You put Kevin Durant on this Raptor team? What are we? You shitting me? Come on, man. Um, Oklahoma's facing Golden State tomorrow. Whoo! Russ got a chance to go up. Well, today, Russ got a chance to go up against the Thunder. I mean, up against the Warriors, against Kevin Durant. With, with, yo, he's got a chance right now. Kevin Durant, they're weak. They've been hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the time to beat down on him, Russ. This is the time. After everything he did to you, this is the time. It doesn't matter. It's at the Oracle. Every, this is the time. They're on a the losing streak. You put it down right now. Like, yo, you time to, it's time to beat up on these niggas. 
But I still feel like Kevin Durant has that in him. Like, yo, nah, he ain't losing to Russ. <laughs> Kevin Durant going for 50 tomorrow, man. Kevin Durant going for 50. I guarantee you Kevin Durant going for 50. Um, that's going to be a great game, to be honest. I don't know if Steph's back. Let me see if Steph is back. Nah, Steph's not back. Draymond's not back. DeMarcus Cousins not back. So, it's KD and Clay. If they get beat down by the Thunder, like, he really ain't going to stay next year. You know what I'm saying? But... Nah, man. Um, you talk. Yeah, let me let me say this. The Boston Celtics. I don't know what's going on with them, but I see it, man. Kyrie Irving is. He's here, man. He's here. This is his year. No, I'm, I'm again. I'm gonna talk about Kyrie right now. But this is his year, man. I see the maturity. I see the assist assist um tally rising. The team is just not clicking for some reason, and they're going to have to make some trades and make some adjustments because Gordon Hayward is, they're trying to fit him back in. He's playing 30 minutes, he starts, and it's just not there yet. You know what I'm saying? Then you have Terry Rozier, who's can ball his ass off, but he doesn't get the Spurs to do it. And I really like Marcus Smart. I think Marcus Smart could be a starter and bring you more defense, and he can hit the three when he needs to. He's just, he's just tough. He just raises your whole team. You know what I'm saying? I don't think anybody you can trade Gordon Hayward right now. That'd be crazy for his mental. Um, Gordon and what's his name? What's the coach's name? Um, what's his name? Brad Stevens is like a father to him, so I don't think he'd want that to happen. But you gotta figure something out for for Gordon Hayward, man. Um, he's just not helping the team click. But I'm telling you, Kyrie Irving is playing his best basketball right now. He's getting back to it. He's getting back to it. Um. See, I don't want to see thing about me. That's why I love having a podcast because you can pull up episodes from weeks before. Since the season has started, I said Kemba Walker is balling. Kemba Walker is on a mission. I said, Michael Jordan, can you get Kemba Walker out of there because he's a winner? This nigga dropped 60 on Philly, and then the next game he dropped 44 on, on, on Boston or some shit like that for the win. He lost against Philly, but for the win against Boston. He's balling. He's six foot, man. The will, the will of a giant. The, yo, Kemba Walker is balling. And it's just unfortunate he plays for a team. You would think Michael Jordan misses six, six and oh in the finals would be like, yo, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to do that to you, King. I'm gonna get you, I'm, I'm gonna send you somewhere where you can thrive. Like, nah, you gonna keep this nigga here for your profits. Look at this nigga. But Kemba Walker is definitely something special, man. Um I, he deserves to be an all-star this year. I hope he does get it. DeMar DeRozan deserves to be an all-star this year. You know how tough the West is, but DeMar DeRozan deserves to be an all-star this year. His game is elevated. His game is elevated. I'm definitely loving what I'm seeing from DeMar. That's just how it is, man. Like, had to leave to grow. You had to leave Toronto to be a better per- better player, better man. You know what I mean? Popovich can help that, help you do that. I think it's a, it's a win-win for both teams, definitely. Um, But I definitely want DeMar to be an all-star. I know how the West gets, you know what I'm saying? But... I think I don't think I think he's definitely one of the top top eight maybe top ten players right now playing in the West. Like he is balling. That just shows you how much the East has gotten better. Like the East has gotten so much better. I think the East might be even more tougher than the West as far as top at the top of the West. It's with the Warriors and nobody else. Yeah, like it's the Warriors and nobody else. I feel like the teams in the East, the top teams in the East, can bring it to the teams in the West. Boston, Toronto. Milwaukee, um, Indiana, they can bang 
they can bang with the Houstons, the Oklahomas, and the the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I I definitely the Pelicans are doing well too, and the Blazers are doing well. But after what happened in the playoffs to the Blazers, I don't know, man. That last year was that was just bad. What what happened to the Blazers? So they got to show me something. You know what I mean? But um, I think that's it, man. I think that's it. I think I covered it all. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Yeah, man, I'm going to leave it at that. Just want to say, man, we got to appreciate life, man. You never know what, you know what I mean? Life takes a turn for the worst, takes a turn for the best, but you never know, man. You got to appreciate life and move smart. And every move you make, make sure you're, you're okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Getting behind the wheel, drunk, are you ready to live with those consequences? You know what I'm saying? Getting up and going outside, you know what could happen to you taking that risk. So everything is about risk and reward, man. And if the risk is not worth the reward, don't be that guy, man. Don't partake in it, man. It's just not worth it. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to say, it's too real to podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email me, you want to talk to me and let me know anything. But I appreciate y'all for listening, man. Um. Shout out to my boy Swan. Shout out to everybody listening, though. Real talk, man. Um, yeah, move smart. Enjoy your life. You know what I mean? And I'll be back, you know what I'm saying, next week. God bless.